0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Another Mother, a parenting podcast by My Spring Harvest with me, Emma Borkway. I am a mum to Ezra, who is three, and Hallie, who was born at the end of 2022. And what a life, what a life it has been. Motherhood is full of unknowns, isn't it? It's often the things that you expect to be hard that end up being easier. And then the things that you didn't even consider to be hard become near impossible sometimes. And there are moments that you're like, I have got this. And there are other times that you're like, I absolutely do not have this. (laughs) So it is safe to say that we're all learning a lot. And I've been learning a lot the last few years since becoming a mum, And even more so, I've learned a lot the last few months since starting this podcast. Because with Another Mother, I've been on a journey of seeking some answers to my never ending questions by speaking to some brilliant people who are either further ahead on this parenting journey or at a similar stage to me. And everybody has just been so kind in sharing their reflections and their wisdom. So this brings us to our final episode of our first season. Can you believe it? I can't believe how quickly this has gone. But I have been so excited for this conversation with singer-songwriter Ellie Linebear. We've been friends for a solid while now, I would say, and she never fails to make me laugh. She always keeps it real. She is so full of wisdom, just such an incredible woman. And at the time of recording this conversation that you're about to hear, Ellie was pregnant with her second baby boy. And I am very pleased to report that she has now had her baby and they are all doing really well and settling into life as a family of four. So in this conversation, we chat all things pregnancy, work, mum life, traveling a lot with a baby, navigating life without a blueprint and saying goodbye to anxiety. This is definitely an episode that you're going to want to get a little cup of tea and be ready to giggle a bit, laugh along, just, I don't know, interject in the conversation as you wish. Um, And also, if you haven't heard my episode with Anna Smith, you should give that a listen too because Anna is actually Ellie's mum. So it's fun to hear. From two generations of one brilliant family. So, anyway, let's get in to the episode. Hello, Ellie Line there. Hello. And welcome to the Another Mother podcast. How fun. Thank you for having me in your home to record oh today.
1: Gosh. Welcome, Emma.
0: This, this is, is a delight. I'm on tour. I'm loving it. <laughs> <You're on> tour. <laughs> love it. I'm loving it. Um, so I'm with you today. Because we're going to be talking about all things motherhood and work and life and just all the things you do. All the things. You do a lot of things. Um, So firstly, let's talk about mum life. Yes. You're currently pregnant. I am currently pregnant. Yes. And at the time that this is going to come out, your baby will be here. (sighs) Yes. So perhaps... We will be able to, if you're watching this, put in a picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh not your baby. With <laughs> you in labour. yeah. <laughs> wow, what a sign. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll check back in with you yeah. near the time of release. But you're currently pregnant. You're 36 weeks, I right? I am, yes. I'm like, what
1: I'm in Waddle Central, do you know what I mean? When okay. you're just... There's no longer a walk it's a waddle.
0: Yeah. But we're rocking it, you know, Feel, trying to rock it. Feeling it. <laughs> and you've got Maccabee? Yes. Who is almost 2? Yes, he he'll be 2 in August.
1: So currently 20 I don't know
0: how many months that is. I never know. Oh, I'm I can't do with the, months. the months thing. No, not I mean? when someone
1: asks, I'm like, nearly two. Yeah, let's yeah. just say nearly two. Yeah. At
0: what point did you stop doing the months? I think I stopped at eighteen months. I think the same. Maybe even like fifteen months because that confused me. Like, what is fifteen months? Honestly,
1: before I had children, when someone when I would ask someone, like, how old is your child? And they said 14 months. I'd be like, oh, come on. <laughs> Just say one. Just one. Just, Just one. say one. <laughs> they're one, okay. But now <laughs> I get it when you're like, no, because at 15 months, like this is, like, what they're doing. And then at 16 months. But yeah. Still, yeah, I've, I've, I've skipped to the, yeah. And then you try and two. work out,
0: like, how many months old you are. And you're like, ooh, ooh how many months am I? Like, six, 700 <laughs> months old? Like... <laughs>
1: Look at me go! So mature,
0: <laughs> so mature. I love that. So uh, you have been a mother now for almost two years. Yes, yeah, wild. Yes, oh, Well, no way, twenty-two months.
1: <laughs> twenty-two months of being a mother.
0: How has it been for you so far? Has it been what you expected? Did you always want to be a mom? Like what? What was the vibes for you?
1: Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? Motherhood. Like mm. I feel so honoured that I am a mum and to Sweet Maccabee he is an absolute delight um but it's definitely like surprised me in so many (laughs) areas and I have learnt more about myself than ever I think just like oh wow that gets to you Ellie oh wow you you know just so much learning about a human but also yourself and also like my husband Tom you're just in a whole new world together where you've never done this before yeah and you're just constantly learning and constantly like yeah is this normal is this right blah, blah, blah but I think I mean I don't I have always wanted to be a mother but I for so long I think I couldn't almost imagine myself being a mother which is really weird like um it took me a long time to like no I think I'm ready to like have a baby now i really would love a child and i think my husband would have had a child like years ago like really? tom's Tom like let's just have children now like when we got married Aww. we were just so young but yeah how I, old were
0: you when you got married i was 20 oh, okay yeah yeah young.
1: It's pretty young literally a baby But my mum got married at 20, so she couldn't say anything, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I think both my sisters got married at 20. Really? Yeah. So I was old. I was 23. (laughs) So So old. So old. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I
1: definitely think, like, it took me a while to get to the point where I was like, I feel like I can picture myself and have confidence in that. I think I was just, like, fearful probably for a lot of different reasons. But then stepping into motherhood, I was like, oh, wow, like, I i love this like getting to raise a little human and teach him all these things and show him the world and it but it is crazy like it is yeah you feel tested in so many areas don't you yeah just like yeah some days are just like what was that and the next day it might be great and then the next day might be like what was that <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. um so you ne- you never know but I I it's such a delight honestly
0: Aww. it's got to the age now with Ezra where um he's like picking up on things more so like if I'm a bit stressy <laughs> I have to apologize to him wow. so then the other day <laughs> we were like leaving to get out the house and um I was like I was just in a bit like you know when you're a bit frantic like you're rushing oh yeah so I knew I was being a bit snappy with him and um <laughs> Oh, we got in the car and then I was like oh Ezra I'm really sorry for being a bit mm. stressy with you and he went that's okay mummy like mm. as he does and then I was thinking I wonder if he knows what stressy is wow. so then I was like what's stressy Ezra and then he went don't touch that don't touch that like, oh my
1: gosh <laughs>
0: I was like that's stressing. That is so good. <laughs> I love that. And I thought like, oh man, oh he really sees. That is bang on. That but you're so on. you're so right in saying that like motherhood kind of holds a mirror up yes. to you and you learn so many things about yourself. Like, I just yes. get stressed over nothing.
1: <laughs> Literally, it's just wild, isn't it? And it's just like there is, I think I'm just learning that, you know, mothers, hundreds and hundreds of years, just the different ways of doing it, the different like, strategies or you know you can read so many different books whatever you can so many different ways of doing it but it's like we've all been brought up some some way Mm -hmm. you know and i just yeah it's like how are we going to choose to bring up our
0: children like that's just like such a huge thing (laughs) such a big responsibility (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah no it's a lot it's a lot but right now you are in like Peak pregnancy. So being like 36 weeks is like, well, that's probably beyond peak because you're like really pregnant now. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, you're ready. So your memory is very fresh of all of these experiences, like what it's like for you. So what are the things that are currently helping you manage being pregnant with a toddler?
1: Yeah, it's like this pregnancy has been so different because you are looking after a toddler whilst being very heavy (laughs) yeah and can't bend over and can't do things whereas the first time you're just like I'm gonna lay on the couch I'm just gonna chill out don't have to look after anyone so I think this time it's helped me is to get out the house yeah it's been really helpful just for him you know nearly two little boy get him out the house run around go to a park that I can like, like even yesterday Went to a park and I just sat on the seesaw (laughs) whilst he just ran around the rest of the park. I was like, this is great. I'm just going to sit here. Um, It was permanently down because I'm that heavy. (laughs) Yeah. There was no other movement on the seesaw. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, I think that has helped me. It's like getting out in the mornings, especially like get up dressed. We're going out and then try and tie them out as much as you can. Yeah. Sleep and then do something else in the afternoon. But crushed ice that's <laughs> i'm obsessed with eating ice what I? is
0: what is the ice thing just i don't tell know me about i've it. never
1: experienced it before but this pregnancy i'm like i just love ice is is it the texture i don't know if you're listening and you had the same thing like what what is it yeah
0: because there's no flavor or there's is no there fl-
1: no it's actually boring but i think it's like the activity okay i don't know that's helping me i'm like oh what else should we do? Let's go eat some ice. And now I'm including Maccabee and I'm like, should we go get ice together? <laughs> you put it in your cup, I'll put it in my cup and let's eat it. So that's a fun activity. That's our afternoon activity. <laughs> Sorted. Just so thrilling. Love that. Um, but yeah, also just hanging out with other, other mums. Yeah, that's same nice. That boat is always a good shout, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Do you have quite a lot of other like mum friends locally? Yes, I do actually.
1: And I mean, still our children like very different ages but um when you just get together with other moms though it's just like safe
0: place to be it? you feel seen (laughs) feel seen (laughs) and just chat 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 yeah i love the things um so with baby number two fast approaching has there been any things that you've been doing to prepare yourself for labor and like knowing that you've done it once before Mm. were there things that maybe you were like oh i definitely want to be prepared more in this area next time I think
1: with the whole labor thing, I think I this time around I'm going to be more vocal. I'm like, I think I need this now. I think I need this okay. now. I think the first time I was just like, I was, my birth plan, people would ask my birth plan. I'd be like, I'm just going to go with the flow. And maybe that's not the best option. But I almost just didn't want to think, of, I didn't even watch too many videos because like, I just want to experience, I don't want to even know how bad the pain is. <laughs> so I'm just going to experience it and see what happens and then that was my experience but this time around I'm like well I'm gonna be more adamant on different things like yeah. like they forgot to give me gas and air until like the I don't know like hours and hours and hours into it and I was like as soon as I get there I'm gonna just be like get past me please yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to <laughs> please, to me. as it. I'm coming up the lift <laughs> please can you just <laughs> pass me <laughs> the gas and air um I don't know if you're allowed to do that but I think no, I just to yeah, be a I'm bit sure more vocal probably I think this could. time yeah. yeah um but how am I going to prepare how am I preparing well I've eventually packed my hospital bag my mum did remind me yesterday have you done that I hadn't so that's all done now that's good so he can, he can come now you're ready. <laughs> you're ready you're ready to ready. go I love but her. I definitely feel probably more relaxed yes like yeah who knows what's gonna happen but
0: no it's good i think it's good to be yeah like in a relaxed state of mind Mm. because that helps your body relax doesn't it and then also yeah knowing what you want so you can kind of speak up for yourself a bit advocate for yourself definitely tell your birth partner this is what i want exactly and then they can say it when you can't speak absolutely so there you yeah. go. oh my gosh yeah it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be yeah thank you Emma. i hope so it will it'll be so. great <laughs> in
1: jesus name amen
0: <laughs> amen um so changing topics slightly yes on to work slash mum life yes so you are a singer songwriter you're a touring musician by trade would you say that yeah, yeah by trade. That's gone. what you did for a job. Um, <laughs> the tragedy. <laughs> oh my gosh, you watch Married at First Sight. <laughs> I do. <laughs> anyway, sorry, this is a total sidetrack. Um, so you are a singer-songwriter by trade. You tour the yes. world yes. almost. Well, yeah, probably. probably. Have you been to every continent? I or maybe think, not Antarctica. Yeah, that's, that's the only one continent, I don't think it? I've been to. Mm.
1: But pretty much, yeah.
0: That's incredible. Yeah, it is wild. It's an amazing career though. And like you have done so many great things. You've released albums and Mm. done so much music and been at all these different events. But since having your son Maccabee, Mm. you have never kind of let that stop you, but instead you've brought him along Mm. on the journey, which I actually haven't seen many people do. And I don't know if that's because it's like a modern Mm. approach Mm. or because you're a woman and often, I don't know, do do women tend to pause their careers slightly mm. when they have children and then but men musicians would carry on yeah even if they've got a young child but they wouldn't necessarily bring the kid with them
1: totally so then
0: with you what was the kind of choice behind wanting to do that was it an intentional thing mm. or did it just kind of happen that you were like oh I've got this tour date oh I've got a kid no let's just go and see how it <laughs> is or was it always in the plan that no we want to be a family that kind of does this together
1: yeah I think both me and my husband Tom before we had Maccabee were very much like it would be amazing if this could work you know like because you you can talk about it and it might not ever go to plan do you know what I mean like if we can take him and you know you never know what your child's going to be like to like different complications or but you know he has always been actually quite a chilled baby and kid and so I think that gave us confidence to be like, I think we can do this. Like when he was born, um, we crazily went away to America for like a month when he was like eleven weeks old. Oh my gosh! Which is like seems so silly, but I think we, do, we were like, let's just do this. Like we've got, we're together. You know, he's okay. I feel good in myself. Like I feel like I was, like my body was like felt like it had healed too. I felt like I actually wanted to go back out and work. I before I when I was pregnant I said to Tom I was like I think I would love like a year like maternity leave like that's what people do isn't it like that's what like normal people with normal <laughs> jobs they have like a mater like I love the sound of that and Tom you know because we're self-employed and Tom also my husband he does all my management stuff and he runs his management company so we're both in the boat of like we're working for ourselves and he was like that I mean else that would be like really lovely for you but like I don't know how that's gonna work financially like how we're gonna do a whole year of you not working and I was like oh yeah we'll see how it goes but I surprised myself and that actually Maccabee had Maccabee definitely had like a few months where I didn't do anything and then I just had this like energy and urge like things would be coming in invitation I'll be like I really want to do that and I really feel like I need to do that, and let's just all go together and I think Tom is just so amazing anyways, so on it, and just made me feel so confident so I think that was definitely um such a pro of like we're in this together we're we're gonna you know the three the three bears the three lion bears we're gonna try this and if it goes terribly wrong we will never go on a plane ever again <laughs> you know let's just try it but I think also I was raised um in a musical family where my dad would also tour too a lot and we would go as a family with and there's six of us there's, I'm the eldest of six kids which is just bonkers but you know mum and dad we would go with the whole band and on on tour together and I think because I've seen it I was like yeah I've been part of that where it's like we're going but there there was this like there's kind of no choice to I think with what we were doing it's like either I go on my own or we all go together or we don't do anything we don't do any work or um not doing what we're supposed to be doing too like I totally feel like this is my calling is to like go out and sing and lead worship and so um I knew that there was yeah an obedience to it too that I needed to do things but also I know there was like God would never be cross with me if I was like I'm not doing anything ever again you know like there's such permission such grace isn't there but I think um the struggle with it though I feel is because I'm a woman I I haven't seen many women do it yeah and so when I started I didn't know actually who to ask like what would you recommend to do how do you how have you done this? You know, working and then jumping off the stage and like breastfeeding, like how how have you done like I didn't know anyone. And so I think I found that quite tricky. Cause even with my mum, it was my dad who went out and toured and he would come back and mum would be at the at home with all of us. Um and she didn't work her, you know, her work was us, which is unbelievable, raising six kids. So even that barrier of, like, I can't even ask her, like, how did you do that? Like, it was just so different, um you know, doing evening sessions and then, yeah, knowing that you need to breastfeed all your babies in the back room, like, probably crying. Like, how do you deal with that? And knowing that you've got to go back up in, like, 10 minutes and that he's not settling. And so I think there's been a lot of learning, a lot of juggle and a lot of, like, yeah. grace like just asking, just, yeah, having grace for ourselves to like, it's OK, like we're going to get this wrong in so many ways. But um, also just feel like the kindness of God, like all over it, really, just like there has been an ease to it, which I can't explain. And when people say, like, how on earth are you taking your like tiny baby away? I'm like, I don't actually know, but somehow it's working and somehow we're enjoying it. <laughs> to like there's yeah. actually so much joy there's been so much joy like taking maccabee around the world and meeting so many people like the poor kid like is you know <laughs> met hundreds and hundreds of people but like it's so beautiful to see him like grow as a person and like be able to be in a room with different people and communicate and wanting to make people laugh like there's yeah there's it's been really beautiful to see him just like grow into who he is because of the travel and stuff yeah but yeah that's
0: incredible so in terms of like the what you were just saying about how you didn't really have anybody anybody to ask there was no blueprint for mm-hmm. how you do something like this and you've kind of learned as you've gone on do you have now like certain things where you're like not even non-negotiable non, non-negotiables, non-negotiables mm. but just things that you're like this needs to be in place for this to work. So say if you got a booking, for example, Mm. you're like, it just needs to make sure we've got like this element and this element or like somebody to travel with you or I don't Mm. know, like what is there? Or even just things you have to tell yourself like no pressure or whatever it is. I mean, having Tom there is
1: like, obviously, I haven't ever done anything where it's just me and Maccabee Yeah, I've always brought someone with me, whether that's, so Tom's normally the person and... I've recently done a trip with my mum, which was so fun (laughs) too. Very surreal. And like, it was, yeah, we had a great time. Um, But I feel like it's just making sure that he's okay. Like, I'd never want to put him in a place where it's like, yeah, danger or the the worst. I don't know. If there's just like a room that he can just be in and sleep or play anywhere, it can be the back of a, I don't know, I was going to say in the toilet but that's really gross <laughs> and he's never done that so <laughs> in a bathroom I'm like no it's not really
0: basically if there's <laughs> a space for him and there's... somebody to be with yeah. him as in from your team yeah you know like your, your so family helpful. or whoever
1: that i can feed or i can just yeah. like chuck some toys on the floor or he can kick a ball like we're yeah. just taking a football everywhere we go and that's it will just whack that against the wall i'm like perfect he's happy yeah um but yeah, people are so kind though and so willing, wanting to help. I think that's what I've learned a lot is that like people generally want to make it mm-hmm. okay for you because it's, it is crazy having a baby. But I definitely think staying as a team, like me and Tom, like if we're good and we're um, on the same page with things and communication is just so helpful. Just like talking about the day before you even do it. Um, have you got him at this time? I'll take him at this time. Because also he's working at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like he's not, we're both full time parents full time work, you know,
0: what are some of the best places or the funnest, most memorable places that you've taken, Maccabee? Oh my gosh,
1: I think Columbia was definitely one of them because it was like just like, yeah, I couldn't believe that we were really doing this like, and it was so hot. I was like, wow, like this is this is a memory for me, yeah, <laughs> this is a memory for you it um. That was really beautiful. I think taking him to Singapore Ooh. was also amazing. Just And he was like able to walk then too. So he could explore and just walking down the little streets. And um, yeah, getting him, to, you know, he would just meet so many people, different churches or different events sort of thing. I think, yeah, the I don't know, this, the, just different cultures too. I think I've loved watching him just explore and, be with such different people mm-hmm. um so singapore is fun and australia i mean like going to the beaches too there i mean not, it was freezing that so is a doing... long flight though oh my days
0: actually i feel like you're gonna just need to quickly give us some travel tips oh my god like what is your number one airplane tip oh, for my... traveling with baby or a toddler Oh, my gosh. I think just
1: like first off, you're never going to see anyone again. Okay, yeah. So the, don't worry. Do not worry. Okay. And also, everyone's got headphones on these days. True. Everyone, and they're normally noise cancelling now. Yeah. It's so groovy. But no one can even hear your baby crying. <laughs> okay, great. Normally. Like, so like release the pressure. Yeah. That it's going to be okay and you're never going to see anyone again. Yeah. Um, I think snacks... And, like just some really fun toys that you know, and also just be willing to, to walk up and down the aisle many, many times, yeah, um make friends with the air hostesses mm-hmm. and just you know go back for a cup of tea whenever you want. They would love to make you a cup of tea um Maccabee has spent many a time sitting on the floor um with like coffee you know like coffee stirrers as drumsticks (laughs) sitting on the floor with an air hostess and myself or tom chatting away and that's like a distraction (laughs) Love um oh gosh yeah i i don't even know that australia flight was pretty mental
0: how old was maccabee when you did that one he was should i say the months (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) it was about like 15 months (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Um, so he was walking and yeah. just like wanting to run. There was a moment when I was sat um, on the flight. I think it was from Singapore to Australia. Because, yeah, you have to do many different things. Anyway, and I remember watching a programme. Tom had him for a bit. We were like taking turns because he had so much energy on like the second flight. I remember looking to my left, like with my headphones, and I just saw Maccabee just like pelt it down the aisle and then an air hostess pouting <gasps> down the aisle and then Tom and I remember being like, what is, what is going on? Is this like some sort of game like, <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, like what? But Maccabee um, just like thought he, he was sitting again doing his drumsticks thing and then just like pelted it down and the sweet air, his stares was like running after him. Mm-hmm. And then Tom was running after her. Um, and so, you know, anything could go. He came back round, she got in. Yeah, there's not really fine. anywhere to
0: go, to be fair. No,
1: you know, he, he Helped us have some caveat first class oh you know, my god so.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah no i think just have grace when yourself you never see anyone again it's, yeah and you're gonna get there
0: yeah yeah you'll get there but it will end eventually yeah totally yeah i always tell myself that whenever i'm in any even if i'm just like in traffic i just have to tell myself there will be a moment that i arrive yes so it's gonna be okay it's so true i'm gonna get there and by the end
1: of the evening, I'm going to be in a bed where I can close my eyes. Yeah,
0: just just vision. Have your vision for the future, you know. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Try to stay positive.
0: I'm just interrupting this episode very quickly to say, as this marks the end of season one of Another Mother, we would love to hear from you, what your favourite episodes have been, what topics of conversation were helpful for you, and any other feedback that you would like to share. So please do feel free to drop me a message on Instagram at Emma Bourquay, or at Spring Harvest. And then finally... It would be so amazing to see you at Spring Harvest 2024. We're going to be back at Butlins um, in both Skegness and Minehead, and it's going to be a week of spiritual refreshment and a great time for families to be together, enjoy all of the on-site activities, as well as hearing from a brilliant team of speakers and worship leaders as we explore the theme, Up and Alive, Living the Life We Are Made For. So if you want to find out more, head over to springharvest.org. So, with your new baby that is on the way, so you're now going to be a family of four. Do you feel like you're going to keep on with this vibe for as long as you can? Maybe just like keep on traveling together. I mean, as I would much love as to. you're able, I would love yeah. to. Brilliant.
1: And I think, yeah, you only got to try it, don't you? Exactly. Like, and again, I think we just we have this thing where it's like if if it goes horribly wrong or it's not really working or like the grace is lifted then we're just going to have to swap things up and like yeah. readjust. Okay. How are we going to do this? But it's like, if it's working, then let's just keep going. If the boys are happy, if like, um, yeah, then it's, I think just why not? Yeah. Too. Like they're young and they're not in school yet. Let's just keep going. Um, and there's also the thing of like, there is a little bit of, we don't have an option to, yeah. you know, like this is our work too. um, but, yeah, we'll see how it goes, knows? Next time I see you, I'm like, we're never doing anything again. <laughs> I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay on the sofa and we're going to just homeschool and not do anything else
0: (laughs) but you're right though like you can only you can only try you can only give things a go and I think sometimes we put way too much pressure on ourselves that everything is final and it's like even if somebody's going for a new job or whatever it's like oh I'm taking this job now so this is what I have to do forever and then we get a bit like stuck in that place or just overthink it Totally. when really like you're a human being you can actually choose what you want to do and I know it comes with a lot of challenges in many different ways but nothing is final nothing has to be forever you can change if you want to change yes 100 percent.
1: and i think that's what we both me and tom like learn really early on is like wait this is our family unit Mm -hmm. like society says do this and put your kid down at seven and do bed bath you know this routine and or don't do this don't ever take them there or they should be up at this time. They should be weaning at this time. Blah blah. But it's like, okay, that's all really helpful. But for our lifestyle, lots of things like that aren't gonna work. No. Like for, routine for us was stressful. Mm-hmm. Like that with like traveling different time zones, different. Yeah, just we'd be up at really early, like five a.m., getting a flight one morning, and then be getting back at like eleven p.m. And it's just like the stress of having to keep to a routine. Um, was just not for us. And I think we just had to release it. It was like, so many, you know, my mum raised us, there was such routine Mm. and that's what she could do. That's like, which is amazing. And I see so much fruit from that, like an amazing routine. And it's so helpful for children. Um, But for our lifestyle and where we're at, we're like, do you know what? This isn't going to actually work. And we're going to have to do something differently. And so I like, I breastfed for a long time to, because like bottles was just like oh sanitizing yeah, oh yeah, yeah so that's it. sterilizing that's the word <laughs> um just like just stressful i was like i'm just gonna carry on doing this i can breastfeed wherever i am yeah um you know food stuff we're gonna you know i think we just had to like release like the pressure of society to be yeah. like Maccabees can't be in a bed every night at 7 p.m like mm-hmm. we're at you know an event somewhere at that time so the buggy was amazing he loved his buggy and will find a space in uh you know a um venue whatever that and he just adapted and it's like he doesn't know any different yeah like so it was like if he's happy and he and he was like it um and so i think we just had to be like do you know what society says this or you've got to do this and we're going to just release that pressure off us because um there's no point stressing about it do you and trying to fit in a certain way because everyone else is doing it yeah and things work for different people do you mean different Mm -hmm. lifestyles different jobs different family units do you mean you can do i want to encourage you like listening it's like it's your family unit Mm -hmm. like what how do you want to like do your life like how do you want to um do your evenings like you could do bath, bed, and you know, but, but you could also go out to the park at six and then come back. Do
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you do what you want. You can literally
1: do what you want. Like, yeah. and obviously, like, routine is so helpful. Like, now we're, he's a bit older, we've got into, and we're home more, we've got more of a routine. But I just want to encourage you, like, do what, like, you, you can do what you want. Um, and people might disagree with you. People might think, like, that's a stupid idea or that's not helpful or. But actually, you know what's best for your children and you know what's going to be helpful for you, um, for your lifestyle and your life and where you, you're going, where you want to go. that um, yeah, just have confidence that like your decisions and what you, you know best for your children.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because even like what you were saying, that it was it can sometimes be stressful to put the expectations of society or the way that society does it. On to you, and actually, one of the most important things for your child and their happiness is for their parents to be less stressed and to be happy and to be confident, and all of those things. If that's going to help you as a parent, then he's going to automatically benefit from that
1: totally. Because I
0: think, yeah, we it's so important as parents to prioritize our own mental health as well Mm. and our mental well being and just being aware of the things that are adding extra pressure that actually oh, we don't yeah. need to take on the extra pressure. You can just release it, like you said. totally. Because, yeah, for you to be in a good place is probably one of the most important things. Totally. And talking a bit about mental health, yes. <laughs> you actually wrote a book very recently yes. um, called Saying Goodbye to Anxiety. Yes. And you wrote it with your friend, didn't you?
1: Yes, my friend Jane Kirby, who's yes. wonderful.
0: Yes. And do you want to tell us a bit about what this book Is Mm. kind of what it's how it's intended to be used, yes. So, say goodbye to anxiety feels very surreal
1: to say that. Um, is a 40 day devotional journal book, so yeah, every day, 40 days, great number. Um, and it's basically just kind of like every day is like a pep talk, really. Um, me and Jane we do like alternate days sort of thing, and I think we just got to the point, both of us have experienced anxiety, different levels, different seasons, um, over our lives. And I think it got to the point where like, Oh man, like this is actually destroying and like squeezing everything out of us, you know, and Mm -hmm. noticing in our friends lives in the world, you know, in church, out of church, young and old, like anxiety has like got its hold on people. Mm -hmm. And, shushing them and keeping them inside their rooms you know it's just like it's such a real thing that the enemy is just like using and just like having a whale of a time just like you know flicking it around I feel and I feel um yeah we just felt really I don't know moved to just do something about it and like oh we need to kind of speak up here and things that have helped us things that like the truth that we've learned and we've held on to like to give it to other people too. And tools that we've really found so helpful. So it's a, yeah, a 40 day devotional book. And then there's like a journal day for each day. So reflection, there's questions that we ask that if you just go on a process of like being free. Like we, we know there's freedom yeah. and anxiety is not the answer and not the definition of your life. Like if you're listening, you struggled with anxiety all your life or your, it's a generational thing. Like there is actually freedom, like from this ugly beast. And we believe it's, you know, all through God's power and his word and the truth that, um, hopefully you'll, you'll learn through this book and yeah. practical tools that actually you can like whip out in those moments of just like, yeah, anxiety, um fear and that you can just apply and get through and not feel like you're on your own you're not feeling like this is it like there is freedom and we've both discovered freedom and um yeah it's a beautiful thing and I think we just want to like shout from the rooftops like this doesn't you'd have to be yeah owned by anxiety yeah. then there is breakthrough there is freedom and hopefully by the end of the 40 days discovery and just you know actually saying things out loud as we talk a lot about talk a lot about you know actually opening your mouth and like saying the truth to yourself and like the power of that that it's not yeah it's not who you are like anxiety is not your identity so that's what the book is about, and I it might be out by the time this is out. Who knows? Or it's coming out soon. It's
0: coming soon to a bookstore
1: <laughs> near
0: you Because <laughs> is anxiety something that you had experienced before ever ever becoming a mum, or was it something that was quite new to you through motherhood? Because that can actually be a thing, can not it? Of totally. Like, I guess with all the hormones and everything, and the pressure of having a whole life that you now have to like raise and take care of actually that can produce a lot of anxious feelings within people so was it something for you that you've always kind of had on the horizon like just there or was it more in motherhood I
1: feel like I didn't realize that that was what I was struggling struggling with Mm. until maybe a few years before I had Maccabee okay so I think I just made excuses for fear or just like thought it was something else or just yeah covered it and then yeah a few years back I was like oh my gosh this that is you know just hearing more and more about anxiety and hearing more and more about mental health I was like that is what is strangling me mm. oh my gosh like that is why can't I go to the post office tomorrow like why is that such a big deal in my head it's like like so and so can do that why can't I do that like that's so simple Ellie, like just go and post the thing that you need to post, but it was, you know, anxiety just blows things out of the water and just makes you feel so silly too. And just, um, yeah, like, oh yeah, you definitely can't do that. Yeah. You probably shouldn't, you probably should stay inside actually today because this was going to happen or that's going to happen. Or yeah, do you remember what you said to that? But you know, it's just like yeah. in your face. And so I, I think, I'm grateful that I almost did realize that this is what I've, yeah, was like drowning me to then process and like kickstart on like freedom. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Lord, help me here. This is, now I've realized what has been going on. Um, And then whilst having Maccabee, again, it's like, weirdly, I feel like he made me more peaceful though. Wow. Like I, you do hear like, oh, I was more anxious when I had, child but like traveling like I hate flying and that's what we do all the time and before having Maccabee I would yeah be so anxious and so like I'd have my routine of things I'd do when I had Maccabee honestly like couldn't care less really I'd get on a flight and I was like this is just bizarre like I, I think also it's like a great distraction yeah. having a baby like you having to focus all on this baby <laughs> yeah. is he okay is his ears all right is he fed and the, so it just it turned all away from myself which is what anxiety also does is that makes you think you have to think about yourself the whole time and it's just not healthy <laughs> but like for some reason like having Macbeth has like brought such peace to my life and such like ease of oh yeah I can do that like I'm gonna put him in the buggy and he's gonna help me like get to the post office or like go to Aldi and do the food shop like he almost made things more exciting because I was like taking him for the first time do you know what I mean it's like whereas before I'd be like petrified yeah to do a food shop on my own but now it's like oh he loves it He, i'm gonna find a toy and Mm. let him play with it and the you know and then this is gonna be an enjoyable experience so yeah weirdly like the opposite yeah which is like weird
0: well that's amazing because the bible says that children are a heritage and a reward absolutely and it doesn't always feel like that it sometimes feels very draining or exhausting but actually he's come into your life and he's given you strength that you didn't know Absolutely. would come from that but actually yeah it's your reward from heaven
1: yeah and he's so that and it's like mm. it feels like it should be back to it backwards, backwards do you know I mean yeah. like you should be more terrified and again that is the case for some people and that's yeah. totally fine because it is so overwhelming looking after another human you know and there's definitely times where i'm like we're not going we're not gonna go for <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a few hours until I'm like in the right space but Um, yeah weirdly he's brought me more peace and like with flying or Mm. traveling there's like an excitement and joy to it
0: that's so encouraging though yeah because like you said so many people do struggle with anxiety especially Mm. with having kids but it's so encouraging to know that there is actually another way there is a hope there is for you you're it's kind of turned around for you and it's now Mm. something that isn't quite at the forefront maybe it's still there from time to time i'm sure yeah it often is waves
1: of it yeah
0: but the fact that actually you've seen another way and you've managed to experience that with having Mm. maccabee i think that's incredible yes yes go you guys (laughs) i love that for (laughs) you thank you lord (laughs) but no thank you so much ellie for just sharing a bit about your journey Mm. and sharing so honestly and openly it's been lovely i hope people feel like they've just got to sit and have a cup of tea with us and a chit chat maybe if you haven't got to see your mum friends today we can be that for you yes Um, hello keep going so yeah keep going you got this you got this add a bit of sugar to your tea yeah have another biscuit too just go for it yeah maybe have a have a chocolate bar later as well (laughs) (laughs) treat yourself (laughs) (laughs) but no thank you so much Ellie and I'm sure people will be hearing from you soon with your book with your music with all of that stuff so thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Another Mother. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes. And we would absolutely love your help in spreading the word about this podcast. So please do share it with your friends, share it with other parents, other mums that you may know, mums to be, parents to be, just anybody that you think might enjoy it. Thank you.